Hi everyone, welcome back to the Rambling Young Minister podcast. This is Pastor Blake Harden. It's been a while since I've got to post with you guys, and that's because for the past two weeks, my wife and I have been traveling. We were in Australia and in New Zealand, just on vacation, just kind of getting some time to to catch our breath as we head into the fall season. And with fall, with school, and with school, um, church kind of kicks back into gear. Uh, with the ministry here, especially in Alaska, where so many kind of take off to the winds during the summers because of the nice season. But now all of our ministries are getting back and kicking back into full-fledged. And with that just comes a whole uh, world and a list of things to do. So that was a nice time of vacation uh, and able to just kind of catch our breath and just recoup from what's been a long summer and uh, just enjoy that time together without the kids. And it was a big shout out to the grandparents who helped us out uh, by watching them. Um, but during that time, um, one of the things that just really every morning just kind of stood out to me was how at peace I was as I left the church. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I wasn't worried about how the preaching was going to go. I wasn't worried about whether people would be cared for. I wasn't worried about if needs were going to go unmet. I wasn't worried if I was going to come back to find a church doctrinally divided over major issues or things like that. And I just thought, you know, how wonderful it is to leave my church as a, as a lead and teaching elder and to know it's going to be okay. It's going to be taken care of because of the other elders that we have here in leadership at my church. What a blessing it is to have a plurality of elders that can bear and, and spread the weight of ministry amongst one another. And this morning I was uploading and listening to the two messages that were given when in my absence by two of my elders, and I was just so blessed by them, so blessed to hear to hear their preaching and to hear their teaching and to to sit here with my Bible open and to learn from what God is calling them to and their exposition of Scripture and their testimony and so many things, and it is just a blessing. And I, and I say all of this not to just to champion the call to a plurality of elders and why I believe every church should have a plurality of elders, not only because I believe it's the biblical model and not only because I believe it so, is so important practically, um, but because I just believe it is so vital to a ministry, to a church, to have that leadership spread out like that. And why I say that is because uh, churches, especially those who have a, a, a pastor that's kind of the main teacher, and even in our church, even though we're a plurality of elders, I am the primary teacher in our church, um, that can oftentimes create personality cults where people come because they just like that preacher. They like his style, they like his messages, they like the way that he does things, 
and 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 hear me now. I don't want to. I don't want to say there's anything wrong with having specific teachers that you like that you have an affinity for. We all do. Every person has a favorite pastor, has a favorite preacher, or a favorite preachers plural that they like to go to. Every pastor has his favorite commentaries, has his favorite church fathers that he likes to go to and look at when he's doing sermon preparation. So there's nothing wrong with having and enjoying someone's teaching. But what is dangerous is when you conform yourself or a church is conformed to the personality, the singular personality of an individual leader. That is a very dangerous thing. And what happens is, is when you see churches that have that kind of leader, what happens is, is there is usually an ebb and flow in the health of that church based upon the presence or absence of that leader. And what that does is, is not only does it create tension between future leaders that can come, whereas say you have a great young pastor, a great new pastor, who comes on staff after a, a previous pastor has left, and he comes in, and now everybody immediately attributes to, well, that's not how so-and-so did it. So we don't like you. And that usually leads to young pastors or new pastors of churches getting run out, getting pushed out because they just didn't fit the mold of the personality cult that that church had become. When you have a plurality of leaders, not only um, does that keep those kind of things from happening, of keep that personality cult from happening, but it keeps the singular vision of that church continuing and lasting for generations. Because it's one thing for a lead or a teaching elder to come and go, but for the most part, a group of elders are going to stay intact, at least having some consistency for many, many generations. And that is vital in continuing the health and the lasting growth in that church as it grows spiritually. And so I say to you today, especially if you're a pastor, empower your elders. Give them opportunities to teach. Give them opportunities to preach, whether not only in the sermon on Sunday, but Sunday school teaching. Let them lead Sunday school. Uh, train them to where they can teach the members class, the new members class. Train them up to where they can lead small groups in your home. Empower them. The vast majority of your elders are not going to be seminary trained. You might have one to two people, if not more, depending on the size of your church, that are seminary trained. And so, pastor, if you are seminary trained, church leader, if you're seminary trained, utilize the teachings that you've been giving, the education you've been given, whether it's um, how to do Bible exegesis and things like that, and use it to empower your elders. But more than anything, irregardless of even the knowledge, just give them opportunities to be elders. When someone is in your church, goes to the hospital, give them all a call. Let them know. Let's go lay hands on this. Let's go pray for them. Let's incorporate and work together as a leadership team in our church, as a group of overseers, to fully tend the flock. And why that's so important is not only for the elders in their teaching ministry, 
but so that others in your church, the, the, the lay people, will begin to going to other elders other than just you, lead pastor. You are tired of always being the one having to solve all the problems and do all the counselings. Well, how about you empower your elders to be able to do those things as well? God has specifically called them and set them apart for the ministry of your church. So let them be used. Do not put them on the sideline. They are not bench players. They're not there just to throw in for backup. They are elders and leaders in your church, overseers of the flock, full-time overseers. And so utilize them, embrace them. Do not put them off as they're the, they're the second-hand preachers for when you go on vacation. Yes, they do that. And yes, they do back up and they do great. But there's so much more than that. They are leaders in the church. Utilize them. And for the flock that are listening to this, to the, the people who are there, yes, you may have a lead pastor. And yes, you may like his teaching a lot. But when he's gone on vacation, if you're still in town, that doesn't give you an excuse to say, we're not coming to church on Sunday. You need to support all of your elders. You need to support all of your leaders. And you need to realize that God will use them in mighty ways to edify and equip you in ways that your lead pastor, your main teaching elder, cannot you are going to get a full-scale, full-sphere ministry from the entirety of your elders that you cannot get from just a single leader. So embrace them. Encourage them. Pray for them the same way you pray for your teaching pastor that you see for the most part. Pray for all of your elders. They have been set apart by God to be an overseer for you and your family and this your church family. And they bear the weight of that ministry as well. So leaders, pastoral leaders, empower your elders. Grow a plurality of elders. Delegate that that teaching time. Delegate those tasks in pastoral ministry. Train them up and take them with you. Utilize them in every way you can because that's what God has set them apart to do. And lay people, respect, love, pray for your elders. Be there for them. Encourage them. They all need it just as much as your normal everyday teaching elder or teaching pastor does too. Encourage them. They are great gifts of God to the church. So empower, equip your elders, pastors. Encourage, embrace, and pray for your elders, people. God bless and have a great day.